Hello, 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 Boss Babes. Welcome to our other series of mini-sodes featuring Boss Babes in the Ottawa Valley and Lanark County that go beyond entrepreneurs and business owners. We are recognizing role models, activists, corporate leaders, and working professionals who are breaking barriers, sparking important conversations, and championing for change. We want to be inclusive and embrace those that are making an impact, are changing their communities, and are bringing awareness to topics that sometimes have the potential to generate controversy. Because ambitious and powerful boss babes aren't just making waves in the entrepreneurship world, and they too need to be heard. Now let's kickstart the conversation. Welcome to Boss Babe Corner. The city of Pembroke is encouraging everyone to shop local during this time. There are so many ways that you can support our local business community. You can shop online and enjoy local products and services from the comfort of your home. You can leave a review on platforms like Google and Facebook, sharing your love for your favorite local businesses. You can order takeout from a local restaurant and have it delivered to your door. Remember, local business owners are our friends and our neighbors. They are part of our community and they need our support. Hi everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Boss Babe Corner. We all appreciate coming home to a heated house, a hot shower, and a stocked fridge to make ourselves and our families a nice meal. But not everyone has access to a support system, a hot meal, or a place to call their own. And for a long time in Renfrew County, there wasn't any organization that was 100% dedicated to supporting marginalized, low to no income adults, people that are homeless or at risk folks. Until that is when the grind opened its doors. At the Grind Pembroke, volunteers assist their clients with donated or purchased food to fill their rations, offers a community outreach program, a small emergency shelter, and offers a welcoming and safe space for people to come to for support. Please welcome Bonnie Hartnett, Administrative Assistant at the Grind and co-chair for the coldest night of the year to Boss Babe Corner. Thanks for having me, Holly. Thanks for joining me today, Bonnie. Um, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? I've never met you before, and I'd love to know what initially inspired you to want to work at The Grind. I used to work for an employment agency in Petawawa, and I worked with quite a few people. Um, and everybody has a hairdresser. Well, my hairdresser's husband happened to be the gentleman who founded The Grind Pembroke. Um, and so I utilized it with uh clients that I worked with when I worked in Petawawa. Um, I've always had an interest in the grind and what the grind did. Um, and when COVID hit, the way that uh, my job was uh, virtually, um, it wasn't a good fit for me anymore. So I pursued uh, said executive director for months um, because I really want to work here. It's probably the most rewarding place um, that I've ever worked myself. Um, and that's how I ended up coming to work here at The Grind, is just by pursuing the executive director. For those that might not be familiar or know what The Grind is, can you give us a little bit of background story about The Grind and what services and resources are all provided? Well, The Grind originally had started as a coffee house, as a drop-in center for our marginalized community, vulnerable, at-risk uh, community. Um, to gather, to have a hot drink, to socialize, to have somewhere to go. Um, and it's grown from there. As you know, the Salvation Army shut down and left. 
which left the area with no soup kitchen um, through the week to help our communities. So the grind took that on um, and hence came the community kitchen at the grind, um, which is incredible. We've been serving, um, well, just, just to give you an idea, in the last year, we've served 18,000 meals uh, from Tuesdays to Fridays to our vulnerable community. Um, so it's a needed service, it's a used service, um, and it's a great service, and it helps to keep the bellies of our vulnerable community warm and full. 18,000 meals. 18,000 meals. Yes. That's incredible. Now, that takes a lot of people and a lot of food. So how do you guys attract and bring on volunteers to help you guys, especially during these unprecedented times with COVID? Well, fortunately, we've had a lot of volunteers that have been with the grind since its beginning days. Uh, but over the years, it's it's not difficult to find volunteers, um, especially if they wanna work in our community kitchen or to serve the meals. Cause right now we're doing a takeout service. Clients aren't able to come into the building as of yet. Um, we're still under renovations. Um, and with COVID, you can only have a certain number of people. So from the community kitchen and handing out the meals to our clients, um, there was also a noticed need uh, for advocacy for our clients to outside organizations. So from that stemmed our client service office uh, where we have a volunteer social service worker. Um, and we were talking about how volunteers, um, they come to us. A lot of volunteers that work in social service fields or in security or policing, um, they tend to search us out but we are always looking for volunteers to come and work with us. And so fortunately for us, our client service office is maintained by um, um, volunteer social service workers, as well as students. We do have a part-time social service worker currently, um, depending on funding that comes through for us within the next year, we may be able to have somebody here full-time, um, but that would depend on grants and, and such. So I want to kind of go back to the soup kitchen portion, Bonnie, um, just because obviously due to COVID, necessary changes had to be made, like you were saying. Um, and I know that you guys switched over to doing a, a takeout service. So is that what is being currently offered right now? And, and how can people living below the poverty line access a, a quick and hot meal? So, yeah, that's what's happening now. We are doing takeout lunches only. They're not able to come in. Um, but our doors open at 11 a.m. and they're open till 1 p.m. and they can just come to the door. Um, and we're letting each person in one at a time because we have to maintain safety protocols because of COVID. Um, and masks must be worn, of course. Um, but nobody's refused a hot lunch or a meal. That's amazing. I love that so much that we have that um, that service offered right here locally. Um, now, I also wanna kind of talk about homelessness because it does exist in Renfrew County, although it's obviously not as apparent as in larger towns and cities, but with no emergency shelter for adults in our area, the grind actually constructed a small three bedroom emergency refuge in 2016, but Can this I... had, oh, sorry, go ahead. We no longer have that. No, I was gonna say you guys had to oh. close in 2018, yeah. So how does the grind now live up to its commitment, Bonnie, to provide the homeless adults and youth with emergency shelter services? So what we had been doing um, is working with Ontario Works and uh, mental health crisis team uh, by maintaining an after hours crisis phone. 
um, from 4 p.m. until 10 p.m. that clients could call and we were would be able to house them in uh, local motels um, through Ontario Works. Throughout the day, what we do is we advocate for the clients that come in that need shelter and we advocate for them with Ontario Works as well as mental health crisis team, uh, reaching out to them to provide the resources that these people need in order to not be on the streets. Now, how can this be accessed? So we are no longer maintaining the after hours crisis phone. Ontario Works will be monitoring that. There is a phone number that they can call and we have it posted on our Facebook page. Um, it's one triple eight triple eight two four nine one. That's seven days a week from four until ten p.m. That's great. That's great to know that there there are these resources that are available. Now, Bonnie, what do you particularly do as a volunteer as an, and and as an administrative assistant? How do you help clients that call in and and don't even maybe know what they're looking for? They're just like, you know, I need I need emergency shelter or I need food or I need mental health resources. What do you experience on a day to day basis? All of that. And so what we do is we navigate the system. So basically a general intake is done with a client to find out what their needs are. It's kind of a mini needs assessment um, so that we can route them to the proper agencies or organizations that they need to be with. For me, most of the time when a client does call in, I refer them to our client service office and they work with our social service worker who's pretty incredible um, and is able to get tack tap into those resources that are within our community so that they can get their emergency shelter or their emergency food boxes or hygiene products or whatever it is that they may be in need of. Now, I remember when the grind was downtown Pembroke, obviously we all do. It was a well-loved space. Um, we saw people in there all the time. People were gathering, people were enjoying music and, and events and stuff. Now that COVID has been taking over our lives for the past two years, what has the grind been doing in terms of events and, and group gatherings and social things like that? Well, unfortunately, we haven't been able to do a lot of that because of the COVID restrictions. Um, and vaccinations are pretty important too, especially with our, our volunteers, um, et cetera. And because we've moved into our new space at 273 Victoria Street, the old fire hall, we're undergoing renovations. So until our renovations are, are complete, we won't be able to open the doors and have those socializations like we used to. But we maintain socialization by visiting with our clients outside of the door when they come for lunches, or every now and then they'll pop into the client services office just to say hey or touch base. And if they need anything, we're always there. They know that. Um, we did start our Sunday worship nights um, back in November. Um, but right now with COVID and the restrictions on the numbers that you can have in a gathering, it's, uh, it's very light. So hopefully COVID's going to go away and we can get back into social contact again with each and every one of our clients because we have some great ideas for our space out there for yeah. the cafe and the community kitchen. That's great. I, we, we need that positivity right now, Bonnie. So, and I yeah. love that, you know, that everybody still is able to interact and socialize uh, from a safe distance and be able to check in with everybody. So I'm really glad that they still have that support. They absolutely do. 
Now, I also want to talk about the coldest night of the year fundraising initiative that you co-chair on the CNOY committee on behalf of the grind. And Bonnie, I could already tell that you're super excited to chat about this. So tell us more about this wonderful event. So the grind's been doing the coldest night of the year for five years. Um, and we have a lot of the same teams that register every year, but last year was an incredible year. We went from, I think, 23 teams to 48 teams, which is incredible. Uh, we went from 150 walkers to 200 and I think 48 walkers or 36. I can't remember off the top of my head, but a lot. Um, and we fundraised over $88,000 for our community kitchen so that we could have a commercial kitchen that we could serve meals out of. Um, we're... It's a virtual walk this year, unfortunately, because of COVID, we're unsure of where it's gonna go. So it is a virtual walk, but we're gonna make it a lot of fun. We're gonna be um, doing weekly trivia, giving away prizes. We've got one of a kind items from CNOY. You, we've, it's gonna be so much fun. And it's, it's, like I said, virtual. So lots of videos gonna be out there. And we're hoping that a lot of the community that is gonna partake um, in coldest night of the year is going to send us those videos that they're making. They're going to show us them when they get their toques. They're going to, you know, share that all with us so we can continue to share it on our page. And, and hopefully um, it's going to be as much of a success, if not more than last year. We've set our goal at $65,000 because last year we set our goal at 40 and we raised 88. So who knows, right? We live in one of the most giving communities I've ever lived in. Um, and people recognize the need um, for the grind. They know, they know that the organization that I work for and that I love and that I'm very passionate about is passionate and caring and loving of everybody. Um, so the coldest night of the year is just one of the many things that uh, the grind does successfully. Well, I'm going to joke about this, but it really isn't a joking matter because I think that, you know, in, in a lighthearted way, everybody is probably a little, a little relieved that it's not outside, especially with the, the cold weather that we've been having lately. And I mean, cold being an understatement. I used to live out in Alberta where we had to plug our cars in every night. I so, remember those days. Oh gosh. But I mean, we, we joke about it, but we have to put ourselves in people's shoes who are actually living outside in the cold, who are actually trying to find warmth in any capacity in any capacity and when there are limited to no emergency shelters available for people um this is what they experience on a daily basis and just um, so you know for the last year the grind assisted 292 people with shelter this year to find shelter um so um yeah it's a huge need we need to bring people out of the cold for sure and out of the heat um it's not just a one-time thing and so coldest night of the year is our largest fundraiser um because we're not a, uh, um, a government funded agency we survive on donations um grants that we're successful at getting uh one time in kind donations all of those sorts of things so the coldest night of the year is our largest fundraiser um, and helps us to continue to provide the support in the community to our vulnerable community um, to the best of our abilities. Mm -hmm. Now, Bonnie, you mentioned all about the coldest night of the year, but when is it taking place? We need the date. It's, it's February 26, 2022. 
Um, we, um, the CNOY committee, will be going live at four o'clock so that we can interact with people while they're out on their walks. Um, and we'll have some special guests. Again, like we did last year, it'll be the same this year. Um, maybe a few shout outs from some local celebrities. Who knows? Um, <laughs> we'll see how it goes. And we're just hoping that everybody um, is willing to put a foot outside in the cold um, and think of someone that may be able to get some help because they're doing this walk for them. That's awesome. Oh my goodness. Well, I am, I have no doubt in my mind that you guys are going to go above and beyond in your goal. You guys yeah. are going to reach hundred K we're going to make it happen guys. Yes. Let's do that. Let's do it. Please. So Bonnie, what are some local resources that are available in Renfrew County for youth and adults who might require additional assistance beyond emergency shelter and, um, and, uh, and emergency food services? Okay, so there is the St. Joseph's Food Bank, which is located here in Pembroke. They can reach out to the food bank. Um, they're open Mondays from 9.30 to 12.30 um, in order for people to access uh, food that can see them through for a couple of weeks. We provide emergency food boxes to clients that um, aren't able to get out or um, have extenuating circumstances. There's also Ontario Works, um, a great resource uh, for clients that may need some funding um, to help them find places to live as well as the mental health organization that has crisis vents for anyone that may need assistance um, and Ontario Disability Support. There are so many, like mm -hmm. there is Robbie Dean, there, like Bernadette McCann, I could go McKay, I could go on and on, community living. Uh, there's not an organization out there that isn't there to assist people. So, um, and we work with all of them. Yeah, and it just takes one phone call or popping into the grind to get access to all of these resources. They will find whatever it is you need and hook you guys up with the phone number, website, person of contact, whatever you guys need. We will help you navigate that system for sure. That's fantastic. Now, Bonnie, I know I'm going to have some people on here who are hopefully going to be like, oh my goodness, I want to get involved. I want to volunteer my time. I want to donate. So how can they do that? various ways that they can donate to the grind or to the coldest night of the year. Um, one way you can help us out with cold, coldest night of the year is to register a team or to register as a walker and get sponsored um, by your friends and your family or coworkers. And you would go to cnoy.org slash Pembroke um, to register yourself or your team. If you're looking to um, donate specifically to the grind, we do accept email transfers now, and that would be to thegrindpembroke at gmail.com. Um, and in the comment section, if there is this particular place that you want it to go, you could say that, or you, you could just make a general one-time donation, um, as well as they can drop in and make a donation here at our office at 273 Victoria Street. Um, and we do give tax receipts to anyone that makes a donation over $20. Fantastic. And you guys can also be found online, on Facebook, on Instagram. We're everywhere. <laughs> We're everywhere. Instagram is all new, so bear with us. Um, but it's so much fun. I'm having a lot of fun with the Instagram page. 
Yeah. We're going to be seeing you doing reels and TikToks and everything in no time, Bonnie. I was thinking TikTok. <laughs> that would be great for coldest night of the year. Yes. Let's make it happen. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Bonnie, before we wrap this up, I do have to ask you, and I know it's a hard hitting question for all of my guests, but what is one local business or organization or even a community champion boss, babe, that you think everybody should know about? That's it. That's a hard, hard question. But I will tell you, because um, we're very fortunate to have mental health services that works out of our office uh, from 10 until 1 p.m. Tuesdays to Fridays to assist our clients who come in crisis, I think for me personally, and I think as well as our office, that mental health services is top notch they would be my organization of choice awesome and is there a particular person that runs it there that you can uh, plug well there's crystal um tim and ashley now as well oh great that's awesome you're you're she's looking around everybody and smiling well, because <laughs> there's a couple more that like i'd like to to have a shout out mission bible for missions as well our clients are able to get vouchers to go there to get clothing for free. So we suggest a lot of our clients shop there or people make donations there as well as Giant Tiger. Like Giant Tiger is a huge supporter of the grind. Mm -hmm. So if you ask me one organization, I can't just say one. Um, oh, there's so many great community partners here in the Ottawa Valley. That's why I love our community so much. Everyone is so supportive, but I really can tell that you are meant to be in this role. The grind is so lucky to have you. And I am really lucky that we were able to, to showcase the grind today and, uh, and you represent, uh, the grind on behalf of them. Yeah, it's, it's the best place I've ever worked. When you wake up in the mornings and you're really happy to be going to work, I think that says a lot about your employment. Um, it's not just a job to me. These people are my family and we take care of our family. That's what we do. Um, and that's how I think of my job every day. I get to work with my family, make sure they have everything they need. We do it for our children. We do it for our parents, grandparents, mm -hmm. and we do it for our community. That's right. That's right. We're all in this together. We are, we are. And we, once COVID is gone, look out. <laughs> The grind's going to be hopping. People will be inside having coffee. It's going to be incredible again. We'll be, once we're past this COVID. It's going to be like old times, but even better. I love even it. Even better. New space, more people, more happenings. It's going to be a lot of fun. Fantastic. And, and, yeah. I'm here for it. Well, everybody, thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode. We publish Boss Babe Corner episodes every Wednesday. So be sure to follow along and stay tuned for next week's episode when we feature one more non-for-profit organization. Thank you so much, Bonnie, for sitting thank down with me today. Thank you, Holly. You have a wonderful day. You too.